Alright, what's up nation? Now before we get to the show, I'd just like to leave a little disclaimer for you um, about the content of the show. Now, when you hear me say things on here, I don't want you to take them as fact immediately. I want you to do your own research, and I want you to decide what you think for yourself. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm no better than any mainstream news source out there if I tell you what to think. And I don't want to be like that. I want to be someone you can trust. So do your research if you want to learn more about a topic I've talked about and decide what you think for yourself. Anyway, let's get right to the show. Alright, Nation, we're back. Just kidding. It's not the show yet. Um, I just wanted to leave a little disclaimer because I don't want any of the bands or people that I interview or any ads if I had them to uh, to feel like they kind of got uh, gypped or anything because... Uh, I, I have pretty strong beliefs on many things, and I just want to make sure that you guys know that I'm, that no one on that's featured on my podcast, no guests, no interviews, no bands, agree with what I say, unless they explicitly say, okay? That's the only time. And unless it is said that, they don't agree with me. As far as I know, they don't know what a politic is. All right, it's uh, it, but there, it's just uh, it's just music that I like and people that I want to talk to. So, so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Just what I want to say before we got to the show. Without any further ado, let's get to the show. Greetings, nation! You just tuned into another episode of your favorite podcast, Phenomenon Nations. Spewing truth since 2018, I'm your host Max Bichette, and today we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, mostly music related, but still. Um, one sec. Ah. <clears throat> so today, um, first episode, <clears throat> since we started doing weekly album reviews, that it won't be the second segment of the show, but... Whatever. That's because, uh... Uh, the album I'm reviewing, I ordered it on a CD, and it hasn't come in yet. But once it comes in, I am reviewing it. Hopefully it should be uh, in tomorrow as a recording. It's a Monday today. Meh. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I just, uh, I'm tired today, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, we got, uh, what was it, three new bands on the show today. Uh, that are that we are showcasing music from. Uh, we have the band Fulminator, we have Hatriot, and we have Ultraviolence. And uh, what are we gonna start out out with? I don't know. We'll have to see it uh, as soon as we finish this segment. Uh, likely today might have one less segment. Maybe I don't know, because I didn't get to work on my podcast all weekend because I was busy all weekend. I was working. And uh, then I, I was working Saturday, and that took me until pretty late, and I didn't get time to uh, to work on the on the show. And then uh, on Sunday, I went fishing. I woke up at like 4:40 in the morning. Didn't get home until like seven. So, and uh, then there no. No, we, I didn't get home till like, 8. 
And then there was a whole bunch of stuff I had to do at home, so, you know, whatever. But, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get you guys an episode. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're gonna play a song from one of the new bands on the show, Fulminator. I mean, I, I figure I'm gonna start with Fulminator. Oh, excuse me. So what these guys are, um, they're a thrash band, crossover thrash, from, uh, from, they're from space. But right now they're based in Puerto Rico, uh, I believe. And, uh, they're really cool, uh... They they have two al- one album and two EPs right now. I've listened to all of it. It's so good. All of it, honestly. I'm the biggest fan of crossover thrash, all, all thrash really. Um, it, it, whatever it is, I'm a big fan of it usually, um, especially crossover, and that's why I, I was a really big fan of uh, Fulminator when I first heard them. So yeah, these guys are really cool. Um, you know, they have that... They, it, what they do is really cool because it's, uh... It kind of sounds like it's, it's a mixture between Exodus, Municipal Waste, Suicidal Tendencies, and Pennywise. So you have, like, the cl- like the classic thrash uh, mixed with the crossover. You know, you got... Well, it's not mixed with crossover. It is crossover. So it sounds like... Like, uh... That, it's got that modern, modern new wave thrash... Uh, crossover, crossover thrash feel to it, but it also has, a uh, you can tell it has, uh, classic thrash influences, and, um, uh, and especially, I, uh, I can hear Exodus and, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, and also, it also, uh, I like the vocal style, it reminds me of, uh, again, it's kind of like a cross between, uh, like, Municipal Waste and... It reminds me of Pennywise, the skate punk band. So it's kind of like a skate crossover thrash band, in my opinion. You know, they they're they are like straight up crossover thrash, but I I can hear like skate punk influences and other hardcore and like hardcore bands and stuff. So you know, I I think it's a really cool band. They it's definitely a a diverse sound, uh, very cool sound, and um, they also remind me of Guar. In a lot of ways, uh, they, the, all the musicians dress up, well, not costumes really, but they have masks on, and then the singer doesn't, but, and it, so they have the costume element to it, as well, they have, uh, they do some offensive humor as well, which is, like, to me, offensive humor isn't offensive humor, it's just humor that makes people angry because they're stupid, uh, but yeah, and and it's got it, they got like everything, really. So, um, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna play the first song that I ever heard by them, because it's a it's a banger, amazing song, from their first album, um, second release. Uh, we have. Uh, technically, there's an intro. But this the first track, not including the intro, second track if you do. Uh Johnny Died in a Mosh by Fulminator. Coming up next song, Nomination. We'll be right back.
Man, I love Fulminator. Great band from uh, from outer space, currently residing in Puerto Rico. Um, <laughs> love that song. Love that album. Next week, we're going to review Crack Attack by Fulminator, the album that that tune was from. And then the week after that, we're going to be reviewing an album by Hatriot. I'm just making sure I get it out there because I want to remember it. But yeah, we're going to be... Re- I know two albums that we're going to be doing. Crack Attack and... Uh, I'm not sure what album I'm going to do by Hatriot. Uh, one of these days, I'll figure it out. Uh, I have two weeks, three weeks actually, to uh, to figure it out. So, uh, speaking of Hatriot, that's the, that's the band that we're going to play at the end of the segment. Don't tell anyone I told you. But anyway, um, have you ever done prank calls? They're fun. You know, like I don't do like. I don't do prank calls often, but when I do, it's fun. What I was doing, yeah. I don't know where I'm going to go today. Where should I go? I don't know. Let's go to music. I want to talk about music, man. So, there's been so much good music that I've been listening to lately. A lot of new music. 
I, I've been listening to so much thrash metal, it's crazy. And, uh, I've been listening to a lot of the same stuff over and over, but I, but I, I, I have, again, been listening to a lot of, uh, newer stuff. Um, Ultraviolence is new. Uh, they kind of do, uh, they, they kind of, well, we'll get to them later. Uh, later in the episode, they're, uh, another band that's on the show that we're gonna play a song from. Um, they're a cool band. They did thrash stuff for a couple years, and now they're kind of changing their direction to do, like, a more metalcore, new metal vibe, and I'm, I'm, I'm down with both of it, man. Uh, they're a great band. Go check them out. Well, we're gonna play a song by them later, so, uh, next segment. Anyway, um, I haven't been doing a lot of reading lately, but one book, one series of books that I truly just love is Tales from the Gas Station, and I've talked about this before on the show, but I want to talk about it more, because I, I haven't thought about it lately, but I want to talk about it so bad, because it's it's an amazing series of, it's, a, it's an amazing tome, man, like, just a great piece of literature, and it's like, uh, so what Tales from the Gas Station is, other than the greatest book series of all time, it's a, it's a horror comedy, um, book series about a guy, about, about, um, an insomniac who, uh, who works at a gas station, works, uh, for many, many hours at a gas station, usually the night shift because he doesn't sleep, and, uh, just his adventures, just doing stuff, and, like, there's paranormal stuff, you know, like, he... There's a god living under the gas station, and, uh, there's, uh, clones and stuff that try and kill him, and it's, it's, it's just, a, and this is all throughout the entire series, and then there's a giant devil hand, and, a and, uh, and an evil shapeshifter that eats people, eats their eyelids and stuff, yeah. It doesn't sound hilarious, but it is. It's it's very funny. A lot of it, it's it's very dry humor. Um it's very and I'm very like if you could say if you could put slapstick comedy in a book, that's what this book would be. It's 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 uh it's a dark comedy, obviously horror comedy like I was saying because it has uh, all those scary violent aspects. Like there's a lot of blood and gore in the book, well, like, it's depicted, obviously, but not, uh, there's, there's no gore inside of the book, which I hope not, but, um, yeah, it, it's just got this really cool vibe to it, and I'm, and I'm a really big fan of it, and I think there should, be, I think there's a fourth book coming out soon, and I really, really hope that it, it comes out soon, because I need it. If I don't read that, if I don't get a fourth book soon, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably nothing, because I can't do anything about it, but, I don't know. It's just, they're relatively large books, but you'll get through them so fast, because they are so enjoyable. And I know I'm going to, like, play it, like, it, it like, 
people aren't going to enjoy it as much, or maybe they might, because I'm uh, playing it, like, I'm saying how good it is, and people are going to go with its, like, super high expectations, but, you know, what I, what I suggest before, uh, before reading the books is listen to the, uh, listen to Creepy, it's a podcast just called Creepy, uh, with Bloody Disgusting, and they did a large chunk, uh, like, uh, it, it was originally, the book was originally, uh, uh, on Creepypasta, it was, uh, not the full book, just, uh, little parts in, in, in it, like, part one, part two, to make a sort of a, a shorter story, and then the books were just kind of like a, an expansion of that, like, he used the original stories, but also added in little, a uh, bunch of other th- stuff to, uh, make the story more full, it, it, you know, you gotta learn, you, like, do a little bit of research about it, or, uh, it, but, listen to Creepy, and listen to every, uh, every episode they've done about Tales of the Gas Station, or everything they've, it's, it's, what they do is they read scary stories, and, uh, what they do is really, really cool, uh, because they have different, oh, excuse me, God, uh, they have a uh, bunch of different people playing different characters, and it gives you a uh, really, really, uh, it, 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 kind of like an intimacy with the, uh, or, or, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but it gives you, uh, it kind of makes the book come to life, and I, I and, uh, I, again, I recommend listening to the, listening to the original short stories, uh, that Creepy read, their depiction of it, or their kind of version of it, before you get or read the books, for two reasons, uh, one, just in case you don't like the feel of the story, that, you know, you, you might not, I don't know, so maybe it's not your thing, but I still recommend getting it, um, and also it's just, uh, it gives you an introduction into it, and it doesn't give away too, like, you, you'll know the end of the book, likely, but there's so much added stuff in the books that it's, it's almost like reading a, not an entirely different story, but it's like, a, it's like watching a, the movie for a book and then reading the book. Like, there's so much stuff that wasn't, that wasn't in the, in the, in the movie that was in the book. And that's, and that's kind of cool too, you know, and, uh, you can kind of get a feel for it. And, and again, I highly recommend that you listen to, listen to it, uh, look up Creepy on any of your, uh, your podcatchers and then listen to, from the beginning, their, uh, Tales from the Gas Station episodes. Really worth it. And, yeah, that's kind of just my thoughts on the book. So amazing. Uh, it's just, uh, it gets a little bit crazy at times, but I think that's what makes it funny because it's so out there. And so, uh, and, and like, they describe, like, like, even, no matter how scary it gets or how macabre it is, it's still funny, and enjoyable, and entertaining, um, so much so that, like, I hate horror movies, and stuff like that, or, for the most part, I don't like horror in general, 
But if you enjoy, if you don't even, even if you don't like horror in general, you will, I, I guarantee it, you will at least enjoy to some extent Tales from the Gas Station. And I can say that with relative certainty. So, again, listen to the to thing. Listen to the creepy podcast. Just creepy. It's just called creepy. And then listen to their tales from the gas station. See if it's what you're into. And then, uh, then get the books. It's it's worth it. Trust me. It'll it, it'll cost you some dinero, but. It's worth it, honestly. And it's not like a book that you'd read once and put it back up. It's something that you can read multiple times, so you, you know. Like, I've read all of them at least twice. So. And I've listened to the Tales from the Gas Station, like, uh, the recorded, like, the, uh, like, the horror, the reading of the story by Creepy, like, two or three times. So. I'm just saying. Anyway. So we have a new band, uh, one of three. This is the second one. Uh, Hatriot. It's like Patriot, but hate. Really cool band. Now, let me talk about them a little bit, just to get you uh, introduced into them. So what Hatriot is, is it's, it's thrash. Like, straight up thrash. Now, the first two albums is more, uh, more old school thrash. Um... Well, it, it it's all it ha, it's technically new wave thrash because it's it's a uh, it's in that genre. It's 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 new wave thrash. It's only technically new wave thrash. These guys are straight up old school thrash metal though. Bay Area old school thrash, and you know why? Because their original singer and one of the two founding members members was Zetro from Exodus. Like, one of the... One of the most recognizable names, I think, in thrash metal. Um, up there with Dave Mustaine and, and like, uh, Tom Araya. You know, guys like that. And, uh... So, uh... And then their third album, like I was saying... Uh, so, Zetro was on the first two albums... Uh, because he wasn't in Exodus at the time. Or he, like, like, he was, but then he, well, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He joined back in the mid-2010s, I believe. I can't remember the exact dates, but he was on the first two albums anyway. He was on Heroes of Origin and, uh, what was it, Age of the New Centurion? I could be uh, I could be remembering that wrong. I apologize if I do. And now the first album. Now this you can tell by the cover art and uh, and just the music. It sounded it, it looked uh, like a just a fun kind of hobby band. Like and and I think one of the coolest parts about this band as well is uh, his uh, Zetro sons Cody and uh, Nick are in the band. Uh, Cody is the bassist, I believe. And Nick is the... I'm going to go ahead and say drummer. And I was reading all about this yesterday. And I don't know why my... Like, I'm pretty sure that's correct. 
But anyway, so, uh, so Zetro was there, and then the second album was more, it sounded a lot more aggressive than the first one, and I, I don't know, I liked them both. Um, and then their third album was the one after Zetro left. And now, who took over vocals was his son, Cody, the bassist. And I think, you know, honestly, I, I had to double check, and I was like, wait, Zetro isn't on this album? His son sounds so much like him. It's crazy. But he but once you listen to it or you're like, "Oh yeah, that's that's a different guy, just similar vocal style." You know, like uh and that makes sense too, right? And uh, I didn't think he would sound like that because of the way he looks. He sounds like he would be more uh uh kind of like a punk singer almost. But again, you can't judge people on their looks. You know, and he has this and honestly, Zetro and uh, Cody Souza aren't, like, vocalists you can automatically jump into, honestly. Uh, because I wasn't a fan of Zetro at first, alright? But but he warmed up on me, and I, or like, I started to enjoy him a lot more as I listened to more. And once you're prepared for, like, it's not like crazy weird vocals, but it's, uh, he's not a traditional vocalist, honestly, he's, he's very unique, and I think that's very cool, and he sounds, he suits the band perfectly, both of them, Cody and Zetro, amazing vocalists, honestly, just, but they suit the band perfectly, and, uh, Next, uh, two weeks from now, uh, after we review Fulminator's Crack Attack, we're going to be reviewing one of the three albums that Hatred has put out, and then, and then on the third album, Cody took over. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, it's called Days Unto Darkness, I believe. Great album. Like, I love all the, I love all the album art. I think it's, I think it's perfect. And again... These are, uh, and, uh, I think the third album had more of a New Wave Thrash sound, like the, like, when you think of New Wave Thrash, you think of, like, Municipal Waste and, uh, Lich King and stuff like that, and, uh, these guys got, like, a hint of that sound, but it's still old-school Thrash. If these guys, like, th if these guys weren't, didn't start in 2011 and they were in the 80s, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between any, like, you wouldn't think, well, that's, that's, like, crazy different. This is, like, straight-up old-school thrash brought into the 2000s. And I think that's really cool. And I believe they're working on a new album right now. So, uh, that's gonna be cool when that's out. Uh, they have a lot of promise, and I hope they are... And you know what? I think what's really cool about them as well, like, they had Zetro. Zetro founded the band, or was one of the two founding members. And that alone makes you awesome. And I like, I honestly enjoy that they took the time out of doing what they were doing, being like as big as they are, you know, they're relatively, they're a relatively big band. And just from what I've seen anyway, and they took the time to, you know, they talked to me and they, they let me use their music, and you wouldn't, and you wouldn't see that from a lot of, uh, 
relatively big bands, and the, that's why I like these guys as well. Every band, uh, that's, and that goes for every band that I've talked to. I like bands more when they all get back to me, like, I've, I've tried to talk, like, there's a lot of bands that just didn't even get back to me, and like, why not, you know, like, at least just tell me no, if it's not a good fit, and I know that they've seen it, but whatever. That's a whole different thing, but, amazing, amazing band, Hatred, uh, and I, wait, I was, I said, I love every band that gets back to me, so anyway, Hatred, awesome, you know, uh, we're gonna play a song with Cody on vocals, because, uh, I don't know, I like it, uh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll review uh, their their album, one of their albums in two weeks. So coming up next on Phenomena Nation's podcast, we've got Days Into Darkness by Hatred. Coming up next on Phenomena Nations, we will be right back.
Hey Luke, you look sad again. Yeah, I am. I just wish there was a place where I could buy Phenomenon Nation's ankle socks, duffel bags, travel mugs, and baby clothes. Well, what a coincidence. Because Max Pichetta, Phenomenon Nation's podcast, just set up a merch store on Spreadshirt.ca. Or .com if you're American. Well, really? Yeah, you can find it in our link tree, which, that, which will be in the description. And not only that... You can get all the items that you wanted, and normal stuff, like shirts, What's pajamas. What's normal about this? It seems like like an odd request for ankle socks of a podcast, but I mean... You can get them if you want! Yeah. You can go on there and customize your shirts, um, sweaters, mugs, and all different sorts of things with all the different designs that I've all uploaded. So, yep. More to come. More... More designs to come. Do you feel better now? Luke? Yeah, I feel great. That's good to hear. I'm gonna go order some ankle socks. Oh yeah, and a duffel bag so you and can carry baby clothes. And baby clothes so we can carry all this merch. I don't know. He's carrying it all in the duffel bag, not the baby clothes. Check it out in the link tree in the description. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love Hatriot, man. Good stuff. I love that Bay Area thrash. Um, really just tight, tight track. That whole out al every album they've done so far is great. I've listened to all three. Um, they're all very strong, very strong albums. And, uh, you should go check out their other stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, uh... What we're going to talk about this segment, uh, honestly, I don't even know that much. Uh, I, I kind of want to talk about mudding. I just went mudding. So, now I know I have a lot of foreign listeners, uh, not from around where I live. So, uh, it, mudding is, you know, I, I, th I think it's interchangeable with quadding. It's just, a uh, more extreme, I guess. Uh, and also, you know, there's some people that I know that don't even know what quadding is. Quadding is ATVing. All right, so like an ATV, like a like a side by side or four or four. Uh, what most people would call the four wheeler. Uh, it's what slang here is. It's just a quad. Quad for four. Four wheels. It's just easier to say. So, uh, yeah. So just look up, uh, look up four-wheeler ATV if you want to see. And, uh, you know, that kind of leads me into something. You know, um, we have, like, some relatively older ones, you know, it's like, but people are always like, oh, you need all the best, you need the newest, you need 800s, you need 1200s, you need big quads, like, not really, man. You just you know you just you just need something to get you through the mud. You don't have to go like like bogging through an ocean, man. Like it's fine. Just yeah, whatever. That's that's a whole separate issue. Um. Anyway, what else was I wanting to talk about? Oh yeah. So if you've never tried this, this is something you might like. Honestly, sometimes I, I, I don't want to get dirty, man. Like, that's kind of why I don't like to go mudding super often. But 
then I realized today, and I've realized this before, but it never really clicked. Once I'm dirty, I don't really care. Like, why try not getting dirty? Because you're, you're eventually going to get dirty anyway. And at that point, why care? You know, like, just... You can wash later. You know, like... It's only... And if, it, if it's uncomfortable, it's only a m minimal amount of discomfort for a small amount of time. So, overall, the 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 funness versus the uncomfortableness of having mud on you is it's better to just go and have fun and just do it because overall that's just just my takeaway because uh, i had a lot of fun today um i just got in like an hour ago i had a shower and i had lunch uh but very it's it was so fun man like that's that's what my that's what my lesson is for you today. Don't be afraid to get dirty, man. Like, I'm not I'm not telling you to go like swimming in mud puddles whenever you see them, but like if you're ever in that situation, like I'll use the example of quadding through the mud or mudding. Uh, someone asks you, "Oh, come mudding with me?" Yeah, we'll go for like an hour or something, you know, like. Like, oh, oh, I don't want, I don't really want to get that dirty, man. Well, uh, well, okay then. But then you're missing out on that small amount, like, again, it's just a small amount of discomfort, uh, for a small amount of time for a lot of fun, you know, and I'm, I'm willing to do that to, uh, to have fun. So don't be afraid to get dirty. You know, this is, this is a... Time where YOLO, or you only live once. I prefer Triple L, LLL, living like Larry. SpongeBob reference, if you don't get it. Um, but it's just that saying, like, if I don't do this now, like, why not ha live life to the fullest, basically? And I'm not, and that's, again, that's different, like, not to, I'm not saying jump off a 60 foot bridge or do heroin, but it's just stuff like, like, I'm sure, and, I'm, and I don't have to explain it all to you, because I assume, and I might be a bit optimistic here, but I assume that everyone listening to my show has the, has the ability to discern, what am I talking about? Of course you guys do, you're the best. You have the ability to discern whether something is safe and um, a good amount of fun, where, uh, compared to something that is extremely dangerous and could really, uh, mess you up. So, that's where you kind of got to draw the line, right? You don't, don't go start, uh, <laughs> don't start walking on nails because you want to see what it's like just to have fun. Or, like, don't, like, I don't know, something stupid like that. Don't grab a handful of screws and squeeze really tight just to, just to say, j while saying YOLO, but if you're going to go through some, some mud in it on a quad, you know, like, that's where you'd be like, all right, sure. That's kind of, again, that's another lesson today. Discern what's safe and fun and what is not. Don't go drinking and driving. Do go through the mud. Don't go doing heroin. Do not afraid to get dirty. You know, stuff like that. But if you can take that away, I'm happy. So, anyway, uh, re. So I thought it was fun, a very fun day, very fun, went with my brother, 
and uh, you know we just like plowed through the mud it was very fun we have this uh I got stuck in a tree going through this uh it was sort of like a like a creek except like it, it deep muddy water and I was just just pushing through really fast and uh, obviously in low four by four because you got to get all that grip you know what I'm saying uh, and I got stuck on a tree the uh, it was a broken tree laying in the in the trail so I drove over it with the front wheels and then uh, I it was stuck and I couldn't get off of it so I had to back up go forward back up and and every time you put it into reverse, you have to take it out of 4x4, four four, go from low to reverse, hit hit reverse, and you don't get a lot of... And I didn't get a lot of... Uh, I didn't move a lot when I hit reverse. And then you have to go back to low, and you, have, and you can't put it into high. Well, you can put it into high, but then you have to put it back to low. You, then you have to take it from reverse, put it in low, turn on the 4x4... Four hit it again, and then keep doing that until you've kind of rocked yourself off. And once I was able to uh, finally get enough room to drive over it, I thought I was going to tip it, actually. So I had to stand up and lean to the uh, to the right side, which is the side that was coming up, so it wouldn't tip over. I didn't tip it over, so I'm fine, but, you know, that's, uh, yeah. It, it makes a lot less sense trying to explain it when, unless you were there. You had to, you kind of have to understand what it is. And I know I do have a lot of listeners that, uh, that do know what this is and have gone quadding before. I love water. And, uh, but then I also know I have a lot of listeners that, uh, that have never. I have a lot of, like, going through my analytics and stuff. It's mostly, uh, mostly people from the city. Like, I, well, not mostly, but a lot of people from the city and uh, a lot of other countries where uh, they don't ha- where they do not do the same stuff that we do, but, or that I do, I guess, but, <sighs> so that's kind of my, uh, just, I just wanted to talk about that, um, very fun, you know, so, we have a new band, uh, new band. This segment we're gonna play a song by. They just released three uh, singles in uh, a couple. Yeah, they they released three new songs just lately. Um, this is a band called Ultraviolence. Pretty cool name. Uh, now these guys are pretty cool. I will say, what they because uh they changed their sound and I th- and honestly they they've been getting a lot of hate for it. And I don't care, really, you know, they had put out good music before, and they seem to be putting out good music now, so, uh, I have no problem with it. You know, they used to be a, like, a thrash band. Uh, some of you may have heard of them if you're into that thrash stuff, or new age thrash. Uh, and honestly, I I had to do a little bit of research to realize, oh, wait, they, it was like, ultraviolence, and I was like, Okay, well, there's this ultraviolence, and then I found the thrash ultraviolence. They're the same same band, but I didn't realize that at the time. And then I was like, oh, they changed their sound. And they released a couple thrash albums. Uh, they were good. Really good, actually. These guys are really talented. Um, from Italy. 
And then they just, like, recently, they left their label. They're now an independent band. Uh, they stopped doing, th- or so far they've d- stopped doing thrash stuff, and they've kind of moved to an, uh, a new metal slash kind of metalcore uh, style of music. And honestly, I like them both equally. And I'm not just saying this because they because they're listening, or I hope they listen. Uh, they will listen. Hopefully, I I hope. Well, I'll tell them about it. But and I'm not just saying this because they're they're uh, they'll likely look they'll likely listen to this once I tell them. But simply because it is well made, good music. Not and like like it's just good music. It doesn't matter what genre it is. It's just good music. I'll admit there's good pop songs, albeit very few. There are good pop songs. Same with rap. And it's not and it's uh, although I will say I hate pop and I will stand by that. Um there are wh- where was I? Oh yeah, there's a good. It doesn't matter what genre it is. If it's a good song, it's a good song. If it's good music, it's good music. I will never say that about Taylor Swift. I will never say that about Ariana Grande. But I will say this about Ultraviolence because they simply put out good music. Whether or not you're angry because they changed their sound, it's still good music. They are very talented musicians, and they are very talented songwriters. And I doubt that anyone is mad that anyone that's listening to the show right now is mad because Ultraviolence changed their sound because this is likely the first time they've heard of it. Uh, but we hope that you know about it. We hope that you know about these bands before, but we also hope that if you haven't, you get introduced to cool new bands. But anyway, like I was saying. If you're upset about stuff like this, why? If it's good music, it's good music. If you don't like it, you don't need to hate on the band. You, if you, And if you're not into that kind of stuff, don't get mad at these guys. This is just what they want to do. They're not... They don't bend to the whims of you because that they're not you. They don't care they do what they want to do and that's what I respect about them most honestly is that they are unapologetically them they are awesome so I just kind of wanted to talk about that you know not everyone has to do what you want you know and if you can make like and I'm not talking about like other stuff like this is this is like strictly music wise Like, there's no, like, if this is what the band wants to do, this is what the band wants to do. It's not hurting anyone. It's not like they're killing people because they're, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like they're hurting anyone. That's my point. They're not causing mass political upheaval. They're not, they're not telling people to go and murder uh, famous people. I don't know. They're not telling people to go kill anyone, you know, like, they're not causing any harm they're just doing what they want to do and i think people getting mad at them for doing that is uh honestly it's it's stupid so anyway we're gonna play their newest single uh this is a song 
to... It's basically a song about all the hate that they got and a response to it. This is a song by the band Ultraviolence called The End. I hope you enjoy it. We will be right back. For some reason, that song just feels, like, so nostalgic, man. Like, reminds me of my childhood, like, when I was real young, man. Like, 
it makes me like I love that song yeah just reminds me of like when I was younger for some reason I don't know it's got a good it's got a it's just good music honestly I I it doesn't matter what it is it's just good music <sighs> wow I don't know I just I just really like that song so anyway uh yeah so this is uh this is the was it this is the fourth segment uh still haven't got my CD yet I have to go to the post office today to see if it came in. Uh, I also had to re... I'm not sure if I talked about this, but I had to reorder my uh, Rectum Torture hat from, the obviously, the band Rectum Torture. The first ever review... Uh, not review, interview we did uh, with Marcellus Hill of... of uh, Rectum Torture. One man, brutal death metal slash... Uh, gore... No, uh... Gore noise band... So I uh, bought a hat, like, oh, in April, but it didn't come in, oh, so I had to reorder it, and uh, that was like a week ago, so I hope it comes in soon, man. Yeah, that's going to be sick hat. And then I also ordered um, the CD of the album we're going to be reviewing today. I actually pre- pre-ordered it. Um, never done that before with an album, but I pre-ordered it because it slaps, or what I've heard of it slaps, so, uh, they released two singles, and I, and I refused to listen to it digitally because I ordered that freaking CD. Um, it, it's, uh, it's signed by the band, it comes with a custom drawing and a Polaroid of them, so... You know, uh, again, I'm not going to say who it is. Actually, I might have, but I'm, I'm going to keep away. I might have said it earlier in the episode, but I'm not going to say it now. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's, I, from, what I, from what I can tell, it's going to be really good. Knock on wood. Hopefully it is. Um, I, again, I just can't wait for the new album to get here. I, again, I have to go to... The, the post office to see if it's here today, but, you know, you know, you know, sometimes I find myself at a, at a loss for words, and, uh, I really should have prepared, I, uh, I kind of want to stay away from any sort of political, political stuff today, maybe the last segment I'll do something about, uh, like COVID or something, but I don't know, uh, this is kind of just a filler segment, honestly, um, talk about my setup here. So, uh, right now I'm using only, well, I'm using a mixture of different brands of stuff. Uh, for my microphone, I'm using, uh, a newer, N-E-E-W-E-R, a newer NW700. Uh, you can buy, like, a whole set, what I have right now, uh, for just the microphone, 45 bucks. I paid 80. I bought it from a friend. And at the time, it was like 70 bucks to order it online. So I was like, oh, well, uh, I just don't have to wait. Whatever. And then now they're like 45 bucks for microphone, uh, boom arm, a shock mount, an XLR cable, phantom power, and then an XLR to, uh, 
three and a half millimeter plug-in, and you know, I, I, it's 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 a very useful thing, and honestly, I think it's worth eighty bucks. Like, I I'm like this is a good price for it. But when you got it for 45 when you can buy it for 45 bucks, but whatever. I digress. I digress. And I hope that you've seen uh, some sort of improvement in the quality of the show, uh, actual show-wise and, uh, and sound-wise. Uh, I, I, I think I have. I honestly... Uh, Again, uh, hopefully I'll be able to do some more stuff once I get a little bit more money uh, from from all the stuff. But uh, you know, hopefully I'll I gotta do some work this summer. Uh, again, we're working on a new studio for the show, and, and uh, yeah. But yeah, so what I'm I have two of them uh, in my room right now. One of them I got as a gift. Two microphones with all the stuff. Boom arm, shock mount, phantom power, both cables, all that stuff. Um, and then what I use is because I record all of this on my phone. I do all my editing on my phone and I do all and I work with all the music for the show on my phone. All of it is done on my phone. Well, the only music that I had to uh, uh, there was one time I had to get music from the computer because of the way one of the bands uh, got it to me, but that was no problem. It's not like I'm trying to prove a point or anything. It's just it's easier for me, and I don't have a computer, so or like not one that I can use for this anyway. Um, so uh, it's all my phone. I have an iPhone. So what I have to I have to use that little dongle eye penis thingy, and w- what I had to buy for that is I had to buy an Audio Technica AT33. AT33XIS, AT, whatever the hell it is, AT33XIS, whatever the hell it is, you know, um, so it came with a, a clip-on microphone, like, like a, like a newscaster microphone, and then an adapter, TRS, TRRS, which is, basically, it's, uh, uh there's more technical stuff that, that it, it has to do with your ground and stuff, but I won't get into that, Basically, there's there can be either one, two, or three. Well, actually, there can be zero lines on it. But uh, look at a pair of headphones, uh, corded headphones, and the little plug-in part. Uh, most headphones will have two, two little black, white, or uh, different color lines on the end of it. The plug-in part. Uh, you for anything to work for you to be able to record something onto your phone. You need three lines: T R R S, tip, ring, ring, sleeve. But mo, but the uh, XLR cable that come that XLR three point five millimeter cord that comes with the microphone is only T R S. So you have to buy an adapter for T R R S. So yeah, and also right now I'm using a headphone splitter for my uh, for my headphones, but that's just because. The uh, cord for my microphone is uh, so big to plug in, and then you need the headphone splitter because it's a relatively small plug-in. And then I plug my headphones into that because my headphone plug-in is relatively large as well. So yeah, so that's all plugged into the adapter, 
and then that goes straight into my phone, my little uh, dongle thing that plugs into the iPhones, and, uh, and then it records into here, so, yeah, so I think that's pretty cool, and then uh, my headphones right now, I'm using mo professional monitoring headphones, uh, again, newer brand, and uh, newer NW3000s, very high quality headphones for very cheap, and uh, they're very they're comfy, they're noise canceling, and uh, they allow you to get a very, and these are great for listening to music with, like you're not going to carry around these because they're big, and, uh, and they have a very long cord, but if you're just, uh, these are great for like, if you're making music, I guess. Because it gets, it, it picks up, it's very, uh, very good audio that comes out of this. You get everything. You get that very heavy bass. It, it, everything about it is just very good. Very well made. And, uh, yeah, that's just, um, what I use for me, for all my stuff, all my studio stuff. If you have any questions, if you are, are trying to start a podcast, or you want to improve your podcast, uh, just message me. I, uh... I'm willing to help. Also, um, follow the podcast man on Instagram if you're looking for other stuff like this. Zach the podcast man. One day I'd love to have him on the show. Be just talk talk about stuff about podcasts and stuff. If you're uh, I don't know if you're inter interested in that. If anyone is, but I would definitely like to uh, talk to him about this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Again, if you have any questions or stuff, just uh, let me know. And also, if you have a podcast or you're trying to start a podcast and you want to join the Phenomena Nations Podcast Network, let me know. Because I would love to, uh, I'd love to have this, uh, network grow. Anyway, uh, we're going to play a song for you. Coming up next, we have... I don't even know what we have. I got so much music from so many bands. It's just crazy. And I'm so happy. So happy for every band. And it gives us uh it gives me a lot of uh a lot of stuff to work with, a lot of room to uh to mess around with music, so coming up next, we're gonna we're gonna play a, a song by the band Where was it? I'm gonna find it. Oh damn it! I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, here it is. Uh, damn it. I mean, gosh darn it. Gosh. We already played Fulminator. Obviously. You know. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? What we haven't played in a long time. We ha we haven't played. Uh. We haven't played uh, what, um, Pink Octopus, funk metal band from uh, Australia. They only put out one EP, which is sad, because they are extremely talented, or were, I guess. Well, they are extremely talented, uh, talented musicians, and they put out great music. The one, uh, the one album that they did, the one EP, called uh, Pink Octopus, self-titled. Uh, go check them out. Again, we have links to everything in the description. So, uh, coming up next, we have Doggy by, uh, by Pink Octopus. Coming up next on Phenomena Nations, we will be right back. <laughs> 
back to me. sad yeah i am i've been looking for a webcomic online that features the wacky 
adventures of cryptids and the like. Well, that's a coincidence, because I've been reading a webcomic that features the wacky adventures of cryptids and the like. You know what it's called? What? Cryptid, cryptids comic. That's insane. I know. It's a, it's a fitting name, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You can find them on Instagram at cryptids underscore comics, or cryptids comics anywhere, I guess. Check them out, because uh, I think you'd enjoy it if you're if you're looking for web comics about cryptids and the like, about the wacky adventures of cryptids and the like. Yeah. Do you feel le- Do you feel less sad now? Yeah. See you guys. Woo! Max knows. No, Max is dumb. All right. Uh, so I just want to leave a few closing thoughts on Ultraviolence. Uh, I really like it, obviously. Uh, I love everything about it, really. And, uh, uh, their singer, I believe his name is Loris. I could be pronouncing that wrong, because they're from Italy and stuff, so, uh, you know. I apologize if I do, and, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, (laughs) you know, whatever. But, uh, very talented, and he can do singing and vocals. There's diff- there's a difference. You know, uh, pe- people uh, that don't know the difference, uh, think about Ozzy Osbourne and Ronnie James Dio. Listen to, like, uh, hmm, listen to Paranoid by Black Sabbath, and then listen to Heaven and Hell, or Mob Rules. Uh, so, you have Ozzy and Dio. Ozzy... Very talented, but he's a vocalist. Dio, uh, also the s- very talented, but he's a singer. There's, uh, they both, uh, I don't think there's a better one, honestly, singer or vocalist. But they fit, the, uh, but each one fits a uh, band better, depending on which band it is. Like, uh, Pantera would never be good with a singer. They're great with a vocalist. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of another example. Like, uh, Iron Maiden needs a singer, right? But this guy, he has it all, right? He's a very talented singer, and he's a very talented vocalist. But that's all I want to say, because we got to get into the album review. It took me long enough, but I finally uh, sat down and listened to it. Uh, because I live in the middle of nowhere, Saskatchewan, it got, uh, the, the CD, because I ordered it in CD, if you remembered it, if you remembered early in the episode, I was talking about how I ordered the album on a CD, and I refused to listen to it until the CD came to me. So I finally got that, uh, on Tuesday, it's Wednesday now, uh, I listened to it, I listened to about the sixth track on Tuesday, then I had to go and do some stuff so I couldn't finish it. And today I listened to it all the way through. No breaks. One break. No. No breaks. And I finished it up. And I loved it. Who was this? Who? What is this album? You may be asking. Well, it is Cold Shoulder. Their debut EP came out uh, June 11th um so awesome very very cool now uh what it is 
So uh, we uh, we interviewed Cold Shoulder a couple episodes ago. Check that out. Very, it was a very good interview. These these are very cool guys. Um, very very great musicians. And uh, yeah, so I I finally got that. So I I got it. Uh, like I said, Tuesday. Now, what's cool about pre-ordering this? Well, if you pre-ordered it. For one, you get you get the CD signed, the uh, the case. You get it signed by everyone. You also get not only do you get it signed, but you get uh, a random Polaroid of them just having fun. I got one of Marcus, their singer, and you get or you got. A custom drawing. Uh, I did an unboxing for, or like, unboxing on video on the uh, Instagram. Go check that out. I, uh, I got. You can see the the uh, the Polaroid that they sent, the signed uh, CD, and the custom picture. Um, what I ordered for my custom picture, I said I wanted a picture of them playing their instruments on the outside of a plane, or a fighter jet, I believe, flying over an erupting volcano. And it looks awesome. Uh, they, it says for Tammy on there, which is, it's because my mom ordered it for me, and I just paid her for it. Uh, I can't remember why we did that. Like, I could have just done it, but whatever. That's no big deal, honestly. It's just the coolness of the picture itself is really what does it for me in the entire the whole package really is it's just the coolest part and now we will get into the review of the album so uh th- they use they put all the songs that they've done before uh except for their cover of them bones by uh by Allison Chains but they uh they released two singles from it be patient and can you earlier we uh we talked about that when we did our interview. And they used all their other singles as well, which is really cool. And then they had three new songs. Only in My Head, This Time, and Equal Parts. Just bangers. All of them. And now this is a super cool album. It's really an album. It's, uh... I, I thought it was really cool what they did with everything, how they composed it, how they took all the songs that they'd done and kind of put them in this cool... How they made it just fit. Everything flowed. And that's what you need in an album as well. You don't want an album that just, uh... Each song just sounds put in there like, uh... Like they weren't taking into consideration other songs. This song... This album... Feels very well put together. Everything flows together. It's like it, they just recorded one song. Well, maybe not that, but like you know what I mean? It's just it's very it flows nice. And that's very important when I'm listening to an album. Uh it starts out with uh Be Patient. Very good song. Uh the first sing the first single that they released that was officially part of this uh EP and uh, they, in between uh, that one and Can You, they had Don't Call Me, which, w- honestly, that's my favorite Cold Shoulder song overall. Uh, very good song, very fun song. I, uh, I just really enjoy it. 
Can You. There was it was their uh, it was their last single before they put out the EP, and then they did all their other songs that and then they put all their other songs that they've done before, and then the the three new songs the unreleased stuff or or not released until the EP came out. Oh, it's so awesome. It's uh, it was uh it's very awesome to hear um new material from a band you like, right? Like uh I really enjoyed hearing this new stuff. Only in my head was this really cool uh mellow song that came off of uh Know Your Enemy, which is more of an up or uh more heavier crunchy uh, um heavier track and then only in my head was a uh, it's it's more toned down and mellow and I really like the the contrast of that honestly it's uh it's honestly I, I just really love uh, when it's done right contrast in an album is very cool uh, we reviewed pink octopus's uh, self-titled debut as well and uh, two times they did um, uh, a contrast, like a very uh, uh, upbeat song, or a faster tempo, and then a and then a slower song. So, and I thought that was really cool what they did here. And then this time, this is probably my uh, favorite song out of the three. Very cool, uh, kind of more upbeat, and then equal parts. That's uh, I think that's kind of like what that I think that's what's gonna be the uh, like if they were. Uh, famous, like, you know, very, very famous, I think Equal Parts would be the, the song that would be on the radio. It's, uh, I think that would be the big song off the album. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't know why, it just feels that way. And it's just a really good song. So, uh, more into the music of the album. What they did was really cool, because they have so many different influences, and you can go and listen to our interview with them, and they talk about all this stuff, their influences are very diverse, and very, and, and they definitely lead to, uh, the awesomeness of the album, so you have, uh, influences like Alice in Chains, and you definitely hear that grungy, garage rock type of, type of sound in there, and, uh, very, uh, bass heavy, and down tuned, and stuff like that, but as well, you also hear that 80s uh, hard rock, you know, kind of Guns N' Roses type stuff. Especially in the, in the guitar solos. Uh, it, it sounds very Slash, like the guitar Slash-y. <laughs> but it, it's uh, not like he's uh, copying him or anything, but it, it, it sounds like they have influences from everywhere. And that's what I'm trying to get at, is that Everything about this album is unique, and they have the they have everything. Honestly, they have the heavy, crunchy riffs of like grunge, and the the cool '80s style solos. And I think Marcus, we were talking about uh, vocalists and singers. He's like both, but he doesn't change his voice at all. He has the range of a singer, but the uh, but the air about him of a vocalist, and I don't know if that makes sense. But 
it's supposed to be a compliment if he doesn't make sense to you. It, it, it's supposed to be it meaning that he's very uh, talented and he can do all sorts of stuff. And honestly, not until I like really paid attention to everything did I realize how good the drums were as well. Every part, every piece of this band is just amazing. And I think if they gain a following, they have a chance, honestly, not even a chance, I guarantee you they will achieve some sort of fame because, again, they have it all. They have the grungy sound. They have the 80s hard rock sound. But they also have um, kind of a modern hard rock sound as well. You know, you can kind of hear influences from modern rock as well. And I think that's what that's what I think they're going to make it big at some point in their career. Because everything about them is just, it appeals to everyone. Like, or at least I, I think it would appeal to everyone, honestly, because I really enjoyed it, and I can hear all this stuff, like, okay, well, that little, this, this would appeal to someone who's into heavier, like, heavy metal or hard rock, this would appeal to someone who's more of a fan of the 90s grunge, oh, this, this would make someone who's into uh, modern rock really, really enjoy this and that is the coolest part about this entire EP is just it has everything and that's and and all their songs it's they have everything they have anything you could want out of a band and that's what's really cool about them and not only that it's the uh, the fan interaction that they have that is really cool as well you know they uh they have a they have a couple uh well they have seventeen hundred followers on Instagram, uh so they got so they got a uh mod uh relatively uh no it's not massive they don't have a massive following yet, but they have a nice little community of people that enjoy their music, and their interaction with them is honestly what makes me like them the most. Not not only do they make amazing music, but they are very cool dudes in general. And that's kind of my thoughts on the whole... On their album, on the band, on everything. It's just awesome. Very cool. You know? And, and I think that's... Uh, I think that's all I have to say about it. It's just... Uh, it's just amazing. Honestly, it has everything, and I've said this a couple times, but it has everything. It, it can appeal to anyone, I think. Even someone who's into pop music would like this, because it has, uh, it has that modern sound to it as well. And I, I think anyone that can appreciate talented musicians and talented songwriting and just good music in general will appreciate this album. So, that's, again, that's overall my thoughts on this album. Overall, I'm going to have to give it a 10 out of 10. It's just, everything about it was so awesome. The, the pre, just pre-ordering it, 
getting the C the signed CD, the Polaroid, and the drawing, everything about it just made it that that just made what it was so much better, and that's why I'm giving it a ten out of ten. Oh, as lo as as well as the prime music, everything is just amazing, and I don't know how to like. That that's kind of all I can say about it. So, uh, thank you, thank you to Cold Shoulder for this awesome EP, and we're gonna play a song from it. We're gonna play my favorite uh, of the new songs. Uh, this time, that's the name of the song. This time, super cool song, really awesome. Uh, please sit back and enjoy, and. Please go and support these guys, buy their album, whatever you gotta do to keep them going, because uh, I want more of this. So anyway, we're gonna play This Time by Cold Shoulder. Coming up next on Phenomena Nations, we will be right back.
awesomeness. That's what that was. Alright, so this is going to be it for me today. Usually I do six segments, but uh, I messed up and I'm only going to do five this week. And you will notice I didn't do any political stuff, but whatever. Sometimes you need an episode like that. So, you know, I hope you enjoyed it anyway. And uh, I hope you would go and check out all the bands that we played today. Because they deserve it, man. Um, if you're not sure, because I only played one song, go check them out to see their other stuff. You know? So, that's, uh, that's my message to you. Go check out all the bands that we talked about here today. Uh, a little message from, from, from me. If you listen to, well, I don't, I, I don't know what episode, I think it was 87, I could be wrong. It's in the title, uh... I was talking about the satanic panic and uh, how a lot of parents wouldn't let their kids listen to music. And I, I mentioned that my mom didn't li- let me listen to Slipknot. And I was like, oh, well, I, maybe I should ask her about this. And I was like, hey, mom. And, and she, I was talking to her like it was more of a thing for like when I was a little kid. She didn't want me listening to like stuff like that. She, I think she also said that about Cannibal Corpse, right? But uh, I say right as if you know, but uh now, Cannibal Corpse is one of my favorite bands ever. <laughs> so, uh, so I decided to give uh, to give Slipknot a little try. And uh, long story short, I really enjoy them. Really do. Really, it's actually pretty good. Um, I really enjoy their first album and uh, what was it? Uh, their fourth album. I haven't listened to Iowa yet, but uh, apparently that one's a really good album. So. Yeah, so, um, that's just kind of my thoughts, uh, just thought I would share that with you, (laughs) uh, but honestly, it's, they are really good, very talented, uh, people say, oh, Slipknot sucks, Uh, they're not real metal, you know, so, uh, like, elitist and stuff, but honestly, it's good, there's one thing if you don't like it, but when you, like, start attacking bands for stuff like that, like, you know, get out of here, but it's good music, um, Pretty aggressive if you're not into that, whatever. Um, but if you're looking for something a little bit more aggressive, listen to their uh, first album. Um, very, very awesome album. So, uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, I actually enjoyed all the stuff that I listened to of them so far. But that's uh, that's my thoughts on uh, Slipknot. They're actually pretty good. So, uh, that's going to that's gonna be it. Uh, check out all the bands that we played today. Um, you can do that. All the stuff is in the description. Go, uh, go follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review, five star preferably, but whatever. Um, for questions or comments or suggestions for future episodes, or if you'd like to have some ad space on the show, uh, email me at pachettemax111 at gmail.com. Uh, that will also be in the description. And all that other good stuff for, like, don't be afraid to ask me anything. Honestly, don't feel embarrassed or whatever. Because, uh... I'm open. I'm open to anything, man. Like, well... Like, like if you have a question for me, I'm pretty sure I'll answer it, so... Uh, if you have a band, or you know someone in a band, and... Or whatever, and, uh... They want the music, and they want to showcase their music on the show... Go right ahead and let me know. I'll give it a listen. Chances are I'll like it. I like a lot of music. And uh, we'll uh, we'll play it on the show. 
and uh, you know get you a little bit of publicity and uh, what else what else I guess that's it um, go uh, go follow us everywhere go follow us on Instagram go watch my unboxing or I guess unboxing video of the uh, of the new cold shoulder EP that I got and um, yeah that's gonna do it today for me I'm Max Pichetta, Phenomena Nations Podcast. Don't forget to say no to mandatory masks and vaccines. And party on. Whoever would have thought we could slip so far. The whole world locked down in a prison without bars. Suspicious of our neighbors, arguing with our friends. It's like we're counting down the days till society ends. But let's be honest, democracy died a long time ago. How long have we been spinning in place like a dynamo? Switching up one puppet for another Muppet actor. But their strings are all connected to the same puppet masters. Infecting every screen with their propaganda cues. Staying out of view, watching from the pews. Trying to keep us all inside where they pump us full of news. Only angles they approve, censoring the truth. To make you think that I'm the enemy of our time. As if standing up for my freedom is some kind of fucking crime. So ask yourself, what's the bigger threat to humankind? The virus in the body or the virus in the mind? Days go by as we march to the ending. Those in control, you won't last. Start repenting. Without you being aware The virus is everywhere Yet the virus is invisible Not being afraid of the virus Makes you a criminal The virus kills businesses Livelihoods and freedoms The virus picks and chooses And the virus has its reasons But the virus favors some So be grateful if you're chosen Church is closed for service But the liquor stores are open The virus won't stop Until everything is broken Till everyone is injected And all that we own is stolen Till the streets are desolate Except for cops who patrol them Making sure you have your papers And your permits for roaming While the old Die alone, history is repeating Orchestrated behind closed doors and secret meetings The scheme uses fear to coerce our compliance But I will not sit in silence, it's time to cure the virus Days go by as we march to